Okay, welcome in everybody. This is Coach V, um, and it is March. It is that time of year. Um, you know, we're pop like in in Nashville. We're we're popping ski. Uh, we haven't been doing that for a while, but I'm excited to be back in the NTT. Um, I got Coach Bills with me. He's in the NTT as well. Congratulations, Coach. How you feeling? Thank you. Feeling great. Always. It's always a, a good accomplishment every season. We feel good about it when we can do it. Yeah, a great win over a tough Carson City team in the Conference 31 Championship uh, Tournament Championship. Um, before we got get into the uh, get into the NTT, um, I kind of want to talk about the bubble. Yeah. So I broke down the bubble a little bit, and kind of what I came, I, I it, it kind of came down to how many upsets would happen. Um, in the 21 uh, conference games mm -hmm. um, that had, so there, there were, I think there were um, eight. So there were eight conferences that, there were eight conferences that had um, teams that weren't in the top 25 facing each other for the right to win the conference championship that didn't already have automatic bids. So I, I kind of came up to there was 40 of those, 40 automatic bids taken care of. Mm -hmm. um, I gave the teams in the top 25 mainly because of uh, margin of victory, a little bit of an edge, um, or not margin of victory, the uh, values score. The yeah. value was pretty, so San Antonio was the last one of those. Mm -hmm. And then you had 21 conferences where if there was an upset, whether against the conference champion or against a top 25 team, um, those would be in more bid, bid stealers, okay? so Right, one yeah. last spot for the bubble. Got it. Yep, yep. So you got 13 before those games, before those 21 games. I predicted that seven um, would win, eight, eight teams won. So that shrunk the bubble a little bit. So the teams that won were Allentown beat Brunswick, Lancaster. So I gave them a 28% chance of doing that. Lancaster beat... Uh, Scranton, I gave them a 41% chance of doing that. Clearwater had a 40% chance of beating Daytona. They won. Um, In Pensacola, overtime. That was a yeah. good one. Yeah. Pensacola, I gave them a 35% chance of beating Orlando. They won Lansing. So <laughs> I gave them an 18% chance of beating Ann Arbor. But right before right before the game, um, Br Brad, uh, Brad Sheik, he... Uh, he he texted uh, our conference fifteen text thread and said uh, he said something like I got yeah he said Sam just wanted to be the first to congratulate you on making the PTT <laughs> <laughs> and I was like after that I'm gonna bump his um, his I'm gonna bump his uh, it, Sam's chances up to about uh, forty you know he, talking all that smack right for sure him. yeah and then. Uh, you know, Lansing came out and they laid it on. They they won pretty convincingly against a really solid Ann Arbor team. This team came out of nowhere, so they won. Um, Laredo, I gave them a thirty six percent chance of being Houston. They won. Omaha, I gave them a forty five percent chance of winning. They won. And then Lincoln, I gave them a thirty one percent chance of being Plainview, and they won. Um, I don't know. I kind of made those numbers up, but. You know, I, I looked at how they did in the regular season, what their power ranking was, stuff like that. And that's how it came. So I had seven. There were eight of them. 
So with that, that left there was five spots. Okay. And if if we're looking at those five spots before before the tournament, it's you know, you got Daytona, Carson City, Culver City, South Bend, Hot Springs, um, and then that would be it. So just to be clear, these are teams, so everybody understands and so I understand. Tell me if I've got it wrong, Coach. These are teams that right before Friday were in the best spot in terms of the power rankings to grab yes. those last five at-large spots. Yep. Yeah, so Daytona was at 1609, Carson City 1607, 1603 for um, Culver City. Uh, Culver City won. Or, yeah, Culver City. Uh, well, no, they, they did not win their game, right? Um, yeah, they and, lost their game. That's right. They lost, and they dropped a little bit. They dropped from 1603 to 1599. Um, Carson City lost to you guys. Yep. Uh, but they only dropped from 1606 to 16 or 1607 to 1606. Daytona. Daytona lost to um, to Clearwater, and they dropped right. um, from 1609 to 1607. So what you're seeing is these teams that are losing these games, they're not dropping a ton. Um, Hot Springs did win their game. They moved up from um, 1601 to 1612. Um, and then let's see. So, yeah, yeah, every, Orlando, yeah, yeah, that's right. Keep going. Orlando lost, but they were, I had them safe. I had them because they were in the top 25, um, and they had a pretty decent margin. Uh, value. So they went down to 16, or they went down to 16.15 from 16.20. Um, so that's just kind of a little bit. Or I need a pause. My throat's getting really dry. Yeah, no problem. Here, here, let me talk about Conference 28, if you don't mind. Well, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so you give you a break there. I mean, Coach talked about Culver City. So Culver City was 32 in power ranking before today. Del Mar was 37. So two real close teams, and Del Mar had just beaten Culver City on Wednesday. Uh, both teams went out and lost their next game on Friday. Culver City dropped from 32 to 37, Del Mar 37 to 41. So they were the second to last team out, or whatever the right way to say it is, second team out. Uh, 40 was the first at-large to miss. That's Carbondale. Maybe uh, Coach Feet wants to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But kind of interesting to see a couple teams from Conference 28 so close together and with yeah. Del, Mar, Del Mar having beaten Culver City on Wednesday, both mm -hmm. teams finishing 14 and four, very similar strengths of schedule. Del Mar with a significantly better power rank, or excuse me, margin of victory. So, uh, and, you know, in terms of value, 1599 versus 1598. So, two, two very, uh, very similar teams in terms of what they've accomplished this year. Uh, certainly, you can imagine some bubble arguments about them. Yeah. So, I will give it to. So, um, that loss, it's like you're not playing a great team in Spokane. I mean, they're they're okay, but, you know, they're not an NTT caliber team. And, you know, there's a lot of really tough games going on here in this list. You know, teams – the teams, yeah. hypothetically, you know, if it, if it plays out the way it should play, mm -hmm. um, they should be playing their equal in conference. That doesn't always happen, but that's that's what you kind of – that's what you kind of hope for. Yeah. Um, so they lost the teams that won were um, so of the, those first three teams that was going to be on the bubble, they lost South Bend. They finished the season horrifically. Um, 
They were at 1602. They played Dearborn, number 74, and they move up to 1608. And I, I mean, there's teams like Hot Springs, you know, they moved up to 1612. They only moved, they moved up um, 11 points with a win. South Bend moves up six points with a loss um, to a team. You know, I'm not saying Dearborn's a bad team by any means, but something switched in some of these power rankings. And as we go down, Jefferson City, that might be the biggest gripe amongst people of a team making the NTT. They did have the number one strength of schedule, but they were 9-9, nine and nine, and they were .33 uh, margin of victory, which means that they had an 8 um, eight point, I think, I think that's right. Eight point. Uh, yeah. Point I thought three, it was even six, right? Cause 0.33 is like a third and six of, yeah. is a third of 18. So yeah, six, they, they've won their 18 games by, or in their 18 games, they're a combined six total points up. <laughs> yeah. Not, not much. And they, they lost to us by 29 points. Jefferson today. city today. Yeah. Today. Jefferson city was 1598. They had a sizable lead. Um, so I will give them that they had a sizable lead over um, the number 40 team. So it was 1598 and then 1589 for the number 40. But for, for Jefferson city to rise five points in value after a loss by 29 is questionable by the committee. Right. And you compare them to Del Mar. I mean, that's a team Del Mar was 37th in power rankings, the exact same value, 1598. So Del Mar was 37. Jefferson yeah. City, 39, same value. You look at the two games they had. Uh, yep. I mean, it's 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 understandable, I guess. Jefferson City got blown out by a very good team, your team. Del Mar lost also by a big margin by to another good team in Huntington Beach. They're number 23. Uh, but, you know, it's a conference tournament championship game that Del yeah. Mar was in. Uh, their margin was at least a little bit more respectable. Um, so I don't know. It, it's certainly interesting that they didn't just, you would think they would have dropped similarly, basically, because they had similar performances today, but instead Jefferson city moves up and Del Mar moves down. That's tough. Yeah. Canton, um, Canton was at, uh, 1598, um, along with Del Mar and Carbon, Carbondale and Jefferson city. They're all at 1598. Um, they, uh, can you tell me what happened in their game quick? Yeah, sure. And is it, are you sure they were 1598 as opposed to 1600? Your spreadsheet suggests they were at 1600 in their last game or before this. You're last right. Game. I, I missed so it by one. So they were a bit ahead. Uh, but they, I mean, they lost a close game to a team that is now number 62, Joplin, in the consolation bracket of Conference 14. So, you know, I mean, all, all these teams that we're saying have gripes had a chance yeah. to win a game today against a team that maybe was beatable. Uh, and, and they're they just a lot it. of losses. Yeah. 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 Um, the one team that, you know, may have a great, I talked about them. They were really far back is independence. Um, independence was only 46. So they weren't that far back in power ranking, but they were far back in, um, value. They're at 1578. Mm-hmm. They beat Paducah. Um, yeah. Maybe how much did they win by? By nine, eighty-three seventy-four. Yeah. Okay, and they move up to fifteen ninety-five. So they move up seventeen um, value points, but it w- just wasn't enough 
Um, and, and you know, this is pretty close. Like, Culver City, the last team in, was fifteen ninety nine. We're talking about four um, value points. Yuma, mm-hmm. I didn't think Yuma had, because they weren't playing a great team, I didn't think they had enough to move up that much. But they move up from fifteen seventy seven to fifteen ninety seven. So a pretty sizable jump for them. And that's tough, too. I mean, I don't know if you were seeing Coach Cheese's post on the message board, yeah. but that's a team that just last week looked like they were in great shape and then ended up losing three of four before the win today. So, you know, zooming out a little bit, a really really tough for them to miss out, even if you can understand it on their overall resume now. But you could say the same thing about Jefferson City and South Bend. Mm-hmm. Jefferson City lost, I think, three of the last four, uh, actually five of the last four, yeah, four, of the last five, four of the last five games. Right, right. And yeah. South Bend's lost the last four. They, but, they went I mean, over. You know, yeah. Jefferson City's losses, all four of those losses are to top 10 teams, one of which is yours, right? You know, two mm-hmm. two to you guys and two to Ann Arbor. So if we yeah. take those rankings seriously, they should be losing to those teams. It doesn't mean they're not the 36th best team in the country. And they they, they beat Dearborn by yeah. 24, 94 to 70. So maybe South Bend really is the team that, that you should be focusing on. As you say, they lost four in a row. And their losses were two against Dearborn and one to Green Bay, which is even out of the top 100. I didn't know that you guys allowed teams out of the top 100 inside of Conference 15. Is that a new rule you allow those yeah. teams in? You're going to kick Green Bay out next year, relegate them? Well, they're in the PTT, so <laughs> I mean, it's hard to kick them out. Maybe they'll win it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but it's something and, – and what I think it might be is Lansing – pulled off a major upset. They beat Ann Arbor, and I wonder if that just threw the rankings into a tizzy because the same Lansing team that Jefferson City beat twice, that we beat twice, um, South Bend beat once in the regular season, that's not the same team that just ran through Conference 15 um, tournament winning each game by double digits. Right. Uh, well, they I won one they game by two, by, but yeah. yeah. yeah Their most impressive two wins were both by double digits, yeah. Yeah two top 10 teams by double digits. Um, that's my theory, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's, yeah, something. it makes sense for Jefferson city. Cause they played Lansing twice. So as you say, Jefferson city beats Lansing twice. Now Lansing looks a lot better. I get that. It's harder for me to understand with South Bend because they're not in Lansing's division. So, you know, yeah. they played them once beat them in overtime by four. Uh, so Lansing jumping way up doesn't immediately seem to help South Bend that much. I mean, but maybe the answer is just South End was high enough in the power rankings that they were able to sustain the drop. You know, they were um, yeah, and that's what 33. I was saying yeah. before. You know, yeah. and 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 that gets us back to the same question of what about what about Del Mar? Del Mar's got a really really solid argument. Carbondale's got a really solid argument. They lost in overtime on a buzzer beater to Waterloo, the number eleven team in the country. In the um, conference title game, yeah, one hundred six, one hundred four. Man, that is rough. It's like that game could have went either way, you know. Um, but you know, that's that's just the bubble. And so, I mean, you know, those are the teams I feel the worst for: is Carbondale and Del Mar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Independence maybe, but they're pretty far back. Yuma was pretty far back. Canton lost, you know. Right. <laughs> And, you know, when you have that many teams lose that were in that 30s range, there were a lot of teams that lost. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, if that many teams lose, some of them are bound to stay in and sneak into the NTT. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, there was an opportunity there. Like you said, Canton, they win their game, they're in. You know, Del you can't Mar- just look at the last game. You, you yeah. got a whole body of work. I mean, That's right. you, you see the um, the March Madness uh, selection committee. They talk about body of work a lot. So um, that's what we got to talk about here. And For sure. Obviously, you know, we, we all like to make a big deal about the last week. But, you know, we got an entire season that, you know, these teams like South Bend at one point was, I think, um, top 15, top 10 maybe. You know, and on that point, we're talking about Carbondale and you're talking about the full season. If you go back to their first game of the regular season, it was mm-hmm. against Dearborn and they got destroyed 79 to 47. You know, so, you know, if anybody has a complaint about Conference 15 teams getting in, it shows you how strong that conference is. If a team like Dearborn, which is still outside the NTT, can blow out Carbondale, a bubble team, it's a little hard to make the argument that, you know, you shouldn't have these Conference 15 teams in and that Carbondale should be in. Because I was about to say Carbondale has a great resume. It's really tough for them not to be in. And I think that's still true overall, but. A game like that kind of sticks out like a sore thumb when you have lost a game by that much to a team that didn't even make the NTT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you look at it, and it's like, okay, you look at the top conferences and the conference power rankings. Mm-hmm. Like, conference 15 has a 39-point advantage over conference 24. Yep, yep. And then they have an 8 over 27. They have a 10 over 14. It drops off pretty fast after that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, Conference 15 earned a lot. Like, I, I will say we, we earned a lot by um, – there. I think there was, like, twice or three times that we went 8-0 and o in our out-of-conference game. Um, like our, Oh, yeah, I see, on the day. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, on the day yeah. of our out-of-conference game. So, right. And it shows because Conference 15 got five teams in the NTT and Conference 24 got five teams in the NTT as well. Right. Yeah. And I mean, let me say there's conference 15 exceptionalism and I will be the first in other seasons to say it's not deserved because I don't, I don't think it's deserved every single season. It's not always the best conference, No, but you guys, you guys have had a great season, so you deserve it this year. Yeah. 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 And you know what? I mean, I think I personally think that it's like, okay, there, (laughs) there is some boosting going on in this. Yeah. Um, Like I think we're, we're, we're ranked a little higher than we should be like, we have a little bit too big of a gap than what we've deserved, but we've won games and, um, you know, all these teams should be proud of themselves. It's just tough when you see a nine and nine and a 10 and eight team, um, get some of the last at large bids into the tournament. Sure. Absolutely. Cool. Well, um, just want to talk about the bubble for a little bit. It's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. 